Thank you, Pastor. And praise the Lord, everyone. If you believe what Pastor just proclaimed to us, would you clap your hands into the Lord? I believe that he can do anything he pleases to do anytime he pleases to do it. Can you try that one more time? I know you can do better than that. Oh, clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. We are victorious people. We are the people of the name Jesus. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. I'm excited to be a child of God. Turn to your neighbors. I'm so glad you're here. Try that again. Say, I'm so glad that you're here. Do it again. Look at them and say, I'm so glad I'm here. And we are so glad that God is in the house. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you. You may be seated. What a wonderful service this morning. What great testimonies were given here. And to the Lord, what an awesome time we did have this morning. God is really great, as the scripture says, and greatly to be praised. He is filled with mercy and kindness and love. And I truly believe that there's no God like our God. There's no God like our God. Because he is the true and living God. The only wise God. Amen. I'm looking forward to what he's going to do this, tonight, this evening, should I say. And uh, we want to welcome all of our visitors again, our guests. And we give honor to the ministers, ministries, should I say, that is here tonight. Thank you for coming. We, we, we're so glad that you're here. If you have your Bibles, turn with me, please, to John chapter 4 and verse, verse 34. John chapter 4, verse number 34, I come with a message from the Lord, I believe. It's from him. I come with an excitement in my heart and my soul. I come with a prophecy, I believe, from the Lord to tell you that if you will allow this to take place, if you will allow yourselves to open towards the harvest, you will see great things happen very soon, very soon. Praise God. I feel it. I feel it. I feel to tell you, praise God, that there is a harvest out there. Hallelujah. Already prepared. Praise God. Hallelujah. The angels have been sent to them, preparing their hearts, touching their families, Touching them, O oh Lord, preparing them to come to an apostolic church and be touched by an almighty God that we know him by name and his name is Jesus. Someone say praise the Lord. Turn to your neighbor, say it's not going to happen. It is happening right now as the man of God speaks. Praise God. Amen. John chapter 4, verse number 34. Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Say not ye, there are yet four months 
and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes. Lift up your eyes. Put your focus where it needs to be. Lift up your eyes and look at the harvest. Look at the field. Don't let the enemy distract you from your purpose. And what God has designed you, if I may, to do. To reap the harvest. Don't let anything distract you. Lift up your eyes and look on the fields. For they are white already to harvest. It's already prepared to receive. And he that reapeth receiveth wages. And gathered fruit unto eternal life. That both of that sword and he that reapeth may rejoice together. I want to speak to you just for a little while. And the title may seem strange, but less mirrors and more windows. Less mirrors and more windows. Lord, thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you so much for the power of God that I feel. I feel in my spirit that it's harvest time. I feel in my soul that you're ready to pour out your spirit upon all flesh. I believe it, O Lord, once again, an outpouring of the Holy Ghost among people. In the name of Jesus, bless us tonight. Help me, O Lord, in Jesus' name. And everyone say amen. Amen. You may be seated. Less mirrors and more windows. In the book of Luke, chapter 15, we are given one of the greatest parables of all times. The parable of the prodigal son, if you please. We have gathered to ourselves precious gems of love and mercy through this particular story. It is without a doubt the most read and most preached about parable in the Bible. What a story. The return of a lost son. I'm not going to preach to you tonight about the lost son. Nor am I going to preach to you about the elder son. But I'd like to speak a little while about the father. Try with me, if you please, tonight, if you can, to feel the heart of this father. A heart that was ripped to pieces. For how would you feel if your son or if your daughter would come to you and say, I would like my inheritance. I want to leave home. I do not like it here any longer. I prefer not staying with you. I want to leave. You would probably ask yourself or ask the person, the child, the man, the woman, the girl, why would you want to leave. 
so much. I gave you everything. Why don't you want to stay with me? Picture, please, if you will, the hurt, the sorrow, the way the father felt when the son wanted to leave. Oh my, that must have been a bad experience. It must have hurt real deep that your own sibling, your own son would say, I prefer not being with you anymore. Surely it was painful. Surely it was painful. Surely it was painful to hear those words. Imagine the father with me tonight at supper time. Trying to communicate with the elder son. That did not want his brother back. Trying to somehow talk to the elder son. About the brother. About his feelings about his lost son. But could not in any way try to communicate with The elder son be filled with bitterness that his younger brother left, took all that he had and left and also left him with a heavy, heavy workload. Not only did he have to do his own work, now he has to do the work of the younger son. With all of this, The father did not lose hope. He did not have a pity party. Instead of looking at himself in the mirror and saying, oh me, oh my, oh, look what has happened to me. Instead of having a pity party. And looking at himself in the mirror, he decided to look out of the window. I'm not going to take the time to complain. I'm not going to take the time to feel pity upon me. or feel sorry about myself or what's going on. I am hurt. I am hurt. And my older son cannot come close to me and share my hurt but I will not allow myself to keep myself looking in the mirror and pitying myself for what has happened I'm going to look out the window because I believe that one day he's going to come back turn to your neighbor say would you quit looking at yourself in the mirror Quit looking at yourself in the mirror. Quit looking at yourself in the mirror. It's high time to pass everything off. It's high time to push the pity, push the pity party away. It's high time to get rid of the excuses and the pains and the sorrow and the why nots and look up to the window and say God has declared a harvest and we will
I shall, yes. Somebody ought to go right to those back doors and open them up by faith and say, come on, come on. Now, if you're not excited, that's fine. But I am. Thank you, Brother Bushnell. Now, if that doesn't stir you up, then tough. But I'm stirred up. You're looking at a 300-pound preacher that excited, that is excited to what God said to preach tonight. I'm excited because I know what God is going to do in this last days. I don't care what the president's doing. I don't care what the devil's doing. I don't care what anybody says. If you get your focus on the fields, God will give it to you. How do I look with my new suit? It's all about me and my problems and everything. And my stupid brother, he left but tough. He shouldn't have left to begin with. What an idiot that he left. I got to look at me. I'm going to be ahead of everything. I'm going to be in charge of everything. Hey, I'm the big dude here. Tough. But the father wasn't looking in the mirror. He wasn't saying, I'm the head. Not, I'm the head person here on the farm. I'm the father. Tough, tough, tough. He didn't have the other son. Hallelujah's attitude. But instead of looking at the mirror, he went to the window. Where is he? I don't see him yet. But he's coming. I don't see him yet. But he's coming. I know he's going to come. Why? Because he cannot know me the way he knew me and stay away. You can't know the father in that type of relationship and stay with the pain. But oh God, I hope God doesn't find us tonight looking in the mirror. Instead of looking in the, in the window. But you don't understand, Brother Sherman, it is about me who said, But you don't understand, it's called life. Yeah. But we have to take care of ourselves. I have to take care of myself. I have to take care of my family. I have to focus on things that need to be focused on right now. These things are important. Who said? You don't make your own plan and ask God to come 
with you in your plan. Lord, I'm praying to you today because I want you to bless my plan. Bless my way. Bless my doings. Would you bless what I want? God said, no. Uh Uh-uh. You got it wrong, my friend. Get your face out of the mirror and get it to the window and tell me, not my will, but thy will be done. My purpose, God, to you is to love you with all of my heart, my soul, my mind, and my strength. It's not what I want, God. It's what you want. It's not what I can achieve. But, Lord, it's what I can achieve for you. It's not what I can gain, but what I can do for you, God. Whatever I am is because of you. Whatever I have is because of you. But I can't look at myself in the mirror because the only thing I see is myself. You will never see God in the mirror, but you'll see God in the window. If you're looking for him in the house, he's not in front of the mirror. Look for the window and you'll find him. The heartbeat, the love, the kindness, all that he is, is searching. Searching, looking. Looking out. I'm sure the elder son passed said, Dad, what are you doing? Can I kind of preach it, Brother Jeremy style? Without taking away from the word of God. I mean, they were, they were together, I mean, in the house shortly. And father looking out the window. And the elder son said, just look at him. We got a form to worry about. And he's looking for that little trash. You remember, my friend, that what we call little trash is his son. How many times he must have made fun of the father at the window. And he said, but that's okay. You go ahead. Take care of the form. I know, okay. But I'm more interested what's out there. Because he ought to be here. See, the fact is the father was a window person. But the son was a mirror person. And when the son did return, the attitude was, you never gave me a party. And the Bible says, and he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, you don't see him a great way off looking in a mirror. Would you be offended if I would say, Perhaps you haven't got the vision of what God's trying to do because you've been looking at the mirror and not the window. Because if you look at the window, it'll make you shout. 
it'll make you worship. It'll make you forget about the mirror and yourself. If you could just look through the window and see the hundreds of backsliders away far off, you would say, hey, it's time for a party. Get the robe, get the shoes, get the ring. It's party time in the Holy Ghost. I hope while revival continues and we who are in this, when we begin to have the revival, I hope that some of you are not sitting back when the sons and daughters come home and you sit back and say, I wish you would have killed me. When he was a great way off, his father saw him and had that's, that lousy little idiot coming back home. No, had compassion. Time to have compassion on the backslider. But you don't know, Brother Sherman, they left church. Well, how many backsliders are still in church? The difference between them and us, perhaps, is the location. You think the elder son was prayed through? feels the Holy Ghost. I want to take this pulpit and throw it over there. Yeah! I did that out church one time. I kicked it old boom down the way. I did. And everybody went, oh my God. I ain't going to tell you some other things I did. Compassion. Turn to your neighbor. Say he had Compassion. And not only did he have compassion. Now compassion is a very strong. I mean to have compassion. It's something awesome. That's why when the gifts of the spirit operate in a great way. Their move. The best way to move through the gifts of the spirit. Is through compassion. Jesus he had compassion on them the father had compassion but he had so much compassion that he did not stay at the window he left the rest he left the farm he left the chickens and the goats Now you think I'm talking about a regular form. Get a little spiritual and me. I said he left the form and left the chickens that are too afraid to give in and go for revival. And left the ghosts that just sit around eating everything and don't do nothing else. <laughs> Feel a little pastor in here. 
everything and the eldest son. You can have it, buddy. You and your mirror. But because of the compassion, the Bible says he ran. I wonder how many of us should be running out. Say, well, I don't see them because you're looking at the mirror. But look at the window and you see them out there. Well, they don't look no different. How do you know? Well, they look the same, dress the same, acting like a, uh, a bunch of idiots, smelling like a pig, looking like a pig, everything else. Well, well that's, what, that's what they are. But the way he smelled did not interfere with the compassion of the father. And the way he looked. Because he didn't see him as a person living in pigs, with pigs. He saw him as my son. He saw him the way he left. And... You know why he went? Now, I know he was moved in compassion. And I know that he went out. And not only that, did he run to him. The Bible says he fell on his neck, not the son. He fell on the son's neck and kissed him. Smell like pigs. Why did he go besides the compassion, besides him looking for it? I think he went also out there. This is me. But I believe he went out there and find them and took all what he looked, took the stuff off, put him how he looked before, before the elder son got a glimpse of him. Let me, let me go and change him a little bit and get him like he used to be because I know the one at home is going to tear him up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at you. I just knew it. <laughs> look at you. Yeah. Because, see, when you look at the mirror and you see yourself... You don't have compassion. You don't have love. You don't have the will of God in you. It's just me, 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 me. And when it's all about me, the one that's coming back, there's nothing for him. Now, how many, I won't be wrong, how many are out there? Anybody feel something here? But they don't look like us anymore. Well, who said that you were that pretty anyway? I hope they don't look like me. Even though my wife says I'm just awesome. And I'm glad I told that today. I said, honey, the Lord has touched your eyes to see me in a way. And Lord, keep her, keep her seeing me that way. You see, God, God doesn't 
look at us that's home and gets all excited, though he's glad you're here. But he doesn't get excited by us throwing our own holiness and what we are and what we think we are to him. But he does get excited when we remove the mirror and have compassion on those that just might have walked away. Because, you see, personally, I don't care for the word backslider. He's a backslider. Backslider, sliding back, slid back, fine. But you remember when you act that way or you think that way, he's also a child of God. He's no child of God. He's a backslider. He's a disobedient person, but he is a child of God. And what would God do for you in here if he had compassion and love towards your brother and sister that slipped and made a mistake? Have you ever made a mistake? If God would open up to all of us what we really are at times, then who would really be the backslider? At least he's coming back saying, Lord, I'm not even worthy. Father, I'm not even worthy. But some backsliders in the form, on the form. The attitude is not with that. He don't have that attitude. Their attitude is I might not have a good spirit, but I am on the form. I am on the form. I am on the farm. I've been working myself. I pay my tithes, giving the offering. I paint, I sweep, I this, I sing. I am. And what? By the grace of God. Are you here to fuss this brother Sharp? No. Who's fussing? That's just good preaching. I'm just preparing you to maybe... Take, anybody here have a mirror? Get, give me a mirror. Anybody have a mirror? Nobody has a mirror. I might be all the will of God. Now open that up. Wow. <laughs> I see why y'all get nervous, honey. I can see. Well, hmm. It's all about me. Check this out. I like looking at myself. Yeah, when I look at myself, I I don't worry about everything out there. Tough the backslider. Tough the brother that's out there. Am I taking too long here? I can't see nobody else but me. Wow. I think I'm on this shoe. Is that all you see, brothers, yourself? Sisters, is that all you see is yourself? Well, that's praise the Lord. 
one of a kind. She is one of a kind. <laughs> what a closing of a, of a message. Can you see yourself? You see? Do I have it tilted right? Can you see? I love her to death. Is it all about us? Is it really all about us? And they're hurting out there. And you know what's sad? Is they go to everybody else for help. But home. You ever notice that? Out of all, they don't want to come home. Because what are they going to say? What they're going to do? And so they go to everybody else and every other, and they're never satisfied because they, in their heart, they say, oh, if I can just get to go home. I want to see, I'm, I'm, I'm going to end. But I'm going to bring this to you by the will of God. If you commit yourself, to being a window person and focus on getting rid of the mirror. You will see how many will walk in. Why don't you commit yourself till next service or next Sunday or whatever and go to that person that you know that everyone can say, backslide. And just extend a loving hand. Don't try to straighten them out. Don't try to tell them what to do. If they were part of the form, they know what to do. Don't blame them. Just extend a hand and say, man, we miss you. We miss you. And no matter what you do or choose or whatever, just wanted to tell you today that I love you. And if you need anyone, you can call me. And then walk away. Not, man, you know what you're doing is wrong. Like they need to be reminded. You know, when we step to one that's away, we say, do you know what you're doing is wrong? Don't you feel condemned? You know what you're doing? You're telling the devil to get all of his shoes and you're putting his shoes and then you being him because he condemns the brother. That's the truth. God never condemns. I'm sorry to disappoint you. God will never condemn. He will convict. Condemning someone pushes them away from an altar. Loving and the conviction of God brings them to an altar. I see faces right now. Let's stand. I haven't forgot anyone that's here. If you came for prayer... You came to be 
prayed for, ministered to. After in just a moment, you want to come, we'll do it. We'll pray for you. We'll do whatever we can to touch you, to touch your life. But I see faces, women, men, just gathering in my mind, many faces of people that are associated here that are just weighing in the balance, hanging on by a thread, wishing that someone would love them back instead of pointing the finger. Can you see him, Pastor? Can, can you see them? Anybody with me tonight? Can, can you see them? Can you see your daughter? Your son? Esther, did we not see you? <laughs> no mirror window. Would you just take a moment and just by being obedient to God and to the ministry, would you just kind of, by faith, like just move your hand in the front of you and kind of move, move the mirror, move the mirror with me. Can you, can you move the, the mirror? Let's let's move us aside. I, I'm gonna open the window. What do you see, brother Jeremy? I see a, about a 40-year-old girl. Dark hair. What do you see, Brother Jeremy? I see a 40-year-old girl. She lives in Canada. What do you see? I see my backslidden daughter. I don't see a mirror. I see my baby coming home. I see my baby coming home because God sent an angel to her and said, I will do my best to save her. I don't have time to look at a mirror. I can't afford to look at a mirror when there's so many people out there going to hell.
Maybe someone here tonight that you slipped away for just a little bit. I got my window open. How would you like to come? Nobody's going to say anything. Why don't you come? Why don't you come? Lord, I love you. We're going to love you. We're going to love you. Come on, do you have your window open? How many loved ones of yours are out there? Can you see them coming back? Can you see them? Can you see them right now? Can you see them? Can you run out to them in the spirit and get a hold of their necks and kiss them and say, welcome home. Come on, daughter. Come on, son. Come on. Come on, grandson. Come on. Come on. altars are open would you come I'm inviting the church would you come I'm inviting you my friend would you come I know the Holy Ghost is is touching you oh your heart is so full would you come would somebody come And would you come Would you lift your hands? Would you lift your hands? Hallelujah. Would you open your window towards God right now? Would you talk to God right now, Lord? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Ghost, let the glory of God sweep over my friend. In the name of Jesus Christ, that's it. In the name of the Lord, oh, I am your God. That healer deed. Come on, open your window. Come on, open your window. Come on, open your window. Nothing penetrates a mirror. But when you open your window, the breath of God flows through the window. The breath of God flows through the window. Come on, can you love him a little bit longer? Let your, let your window be open. Can you love him? Come on, brother. Come on, men. I need you. I need you, man. 
Sisters, I need you right now. Open your window. Come on, let the glory of God come in. When you open your window, you see God things. You don't see yourself. You see the things of God. You see the move of God, the revival of God. You see a multitude of people coming in. That's my sister. That's my brother. In the name of Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost sweep now. We're open up the window. We've got, we've got, we've got visitors. We've got guests here and we open up the window that God would touch them. Hallelujah. God would go with them in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's start. Let's please don't stop. It's very early. Please, the Holy Ghost is trying to move in a mighty way here. Come on, throw up that window. Praise God. It might have been a long time. It's been a long time since you've done it. Come on, open the window. That God will flow. Somebody's got a window open. Come on, sister. Come on, ladies. Come on, ladies. Come on, ladies. Come on, sisters. We're having a move of God right now. Come on. Hallelujah. That's it with your hands raised up. Come on. Let the Holy Ghost move in this place. Come on, brethren. Come on, brethren. Come on. Come on, friend. Lift your hand. Call on God with all of your heart. Jesus.
Have I not told thee? Have I not spoken the words of life unto thee? What I have declared to you, I will do. I have set a table before thee. That ye may come and dine with me. Do you resist? Do you hesitate? Do you stall? I have not lied to thee. I have not spoken words to bring confusion among you. The words I speak to you are true and alive. I have set this table before thee. I have prepared the harvest. I need you. To believe me. To go out. And receive the harvest. There are so many. So many. That I have spoken to already. So many hearts that I have prepared already. But I find I have no one that has compassion to reach out. Would you go forth in my name and bring my sons and daughters back to me? I will bless you. I will heal you.
bless them again. Will you go out and be my hand and be my heart? Let's love him one more time. At least let's love him for what he said. Love him for what he's doing. Love him for what he is doing and he's going to do. Would you put your arm around the person or grab their hand? That's next to you. And what we do just all together by faith, what we respond, could you respond to God and with an open heart say, Lord, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to have compassion. We're going to reach. We're going to pull. We're going to reach God. We're going to love him. We're going to love them until they come home. Bless them, Lord, tonight. Bless your people. In Jesus' name. not just going to be looking out the window. I'm going to get some shoes ready. I'm going to get a garment ready because he's coming home. Got a ring of reconciliation. And I'm looking, but I'm ready. I'm ready to put back the robe of righteousness on him. Anybody ever been there? If you've been there and God brought you home, aren't you glad you're home? Aren't you glad you're home? You found the robe. There was shoes. There's a ring of reconciliation. So we're ready. I was working with a friend. Brother Callaway, he's ministered here before. One of his kids got the Holy Ghost, and he said, I'm, I'm going to buy him a bicycle. And I said, now, wait a minute, brother. The gift of the Holy Ghost can't be superseded. He said, no. He said, I'm so excited and so happy they did. I'm going to give them a gift, too. Brother Tyrone. I hope you got a calf ready and 
There's a barbecue coming when he comes home. Yeah, a celebration. Just get ready. It'd be all right to have a celebration. Amen. Because the kids come home. The wandering ones come home. Throw a party. Have a church picnic, whatever. Because we saw him come home. And in the scripture, it's the only time God ran. When he ran to me with his arms open wide and he welcomed us home. I don't know if we're going to beat the father to that wandering one. But I think we're going to be step in step. We, we've, we thought, well, it's, I don't know. I don't know if they'll, I've heard they've done so much. Junior, did you do anything wrong after you backslid? You don't have to come tell us all that, but we know. And you know. But you're here. You're here. Thank you, Brother Sherman. Thank you. We spent too much time in the mirror and not enough time at the window. Chris, you made it home. There's a mama. There's a mama. Let's love the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Pastor and Mrs. Tomlinson, for being with us tonight and responding, allowing God to minister. And what a message for your ministry. Amen. I used to work in that area of Lake Charles. And there are so many souls, so many souls. In Jesus' name, throw the window wide. Yes, yes. Would you just open that window right now and would you just call them home? Just call their name right now. Come home. Come home. Come home. Come home. Yes. Yes. Mm. Mm. Yes. 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 Yes, 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 Jesus. Mm. Mm. Yes, yes. Travail, pray. But when you get up, put a smile on your face.
Because when they see you coming, they want to see you smiling. They want to see a smile. They want to know that you're enjoying living for God. They want to know that it's still good at the house of God. It's a good place to be. Amen. This is the best life. Amen. This is the God life. Let's live it that way. Amen. Greet one another in love. Minister one to another. You're dismissed in the name of the Lord. We gather again Wednesday night. Between now and then, let's go love somebody home.